Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Uh. <laughs> oh, Tim's trying to be cool today. Uh, this is another <laughs> guest <laughs> top 10 episode. Uh, we have joining us from the berated, B-rated movie podcast, we have Brian. Say hello, Brian. What is going on, everybody? And we also have Anthony. Hey. So welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, it's it's all official in the here. We're we're going to talk about Christmas horror movies. Uh, Our two guests have assembled a combined Christmas horror top ten list that we're going to work through uh, and see what they have picked for those. Uh, We have not done a particular top ten for this list yet, Tim. For for this Tim yet. But we have reviewed a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Words are hard. Shut up. Um, but we have reviewed a lot of Christmas horror films, so I suspect we might recognize some of these entries as they come up. Uh, so I don't know if uh, you guys want to. So just explain what your podcast is. Explain what your show is to our audience. Which uh, I'm really interested in hearing because Pete gives me no prep <laughs> for these episodes. Like it would have been nice maybe if you would have told me the name of the podcast so I could listen to some episodes, but. Right. You could have asked. <laughs> everything and everybody now. All right, Anthony, you want to take it? Where'd go? You go ahead. You kick it off. All right. So, no, what we do is we watch, like, indie uh, indie or B-rate horror movies, and we actually like, narrate through them and tell jokes, and we, Ooh. you know, uh, tell people what's going on with the movie, and we make our own comments to it as well. You know, it's gone. It's doing pretty well. Um, we've had a couple people on them, but yeah, for the most part, that's pretty much it. It's kind of like a, I think our it's end a, goal. What was that? Oh, sorry, so it's like a commentary track almost. Mm-hmm. Like you can uh, throw the movie on, watch it with you kind of thing. Yeah, so you Basically. can do either both, actually. Yeah. So we start out just doing like making comments about it. Then we had some of our people that were listening to were like, you know what, maybe you should narrate through it too, because <laughs> uh, the people that, you know, it's like one of our listeners, they just sit at their office and they just listen to it. You know, they're like, we don't know what's going on because you guys are just making jokes about it. You know, so <laughs> they're like, you know what, maybe we start narrating through it. And as soon as you start narrating it and then telling the jokes, that's when it started going, um, our numbers started going a little bit higher than what, you know, quicker, I should say as well. So, yeah, so now you can either... Pete, are you jotting these ideas down? This is... I'm not <laughs> here to steal ideas. How dare you? Right. Oh, I thought that was the whole point of this. No? Right. Don't, don't, don't say it in front of them. Shut up. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so... I'm, I'm hearing yeah. a little bit of a mystery science theater sort of premise in here, yeah. More or less. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, you know, with the whole... Uh, you know, narrowing through it, like you can either, like you were saying, throw it in if you're bored, throw it in, and then watch the movie along with us. We've had uh, a director and an actress, they actually did that through one of their movies. And they're like, oh my God, like our face oh. hurts because we're laughing so much. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great that you guys liked it, you know? Um, or, like I said, there's people that commute like to and from work, like an hour and a half drive. I was like, yeah, we can just put your podcast on and listen to it, like basically watch a movie while we're going to work and i was like that's hella cool you know oh yeah that's awesome yeah. and now uh do you two get along because i've always been interested in uh what it's like to do a podcast with someone you get along with 
I, I think we get along. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's hilarious because like we're actually like so. Uh, I think you know. I think if we were the exact same type, then we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that we're so opposite of everything that we do and say that we're just like, damn it, it plays off each other. You know. <laughs> But yeah, no, we I think we hang out outside of our podcast as well. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Probably like, I'm only gonna see you for three hours this week. Get out of my face. I'll see you on this <laughs> No. Again, like, we get along we get along really well. Yeah, Tim, you should be bonding more. Hear this? You hearing this? <laughs> no. Hey, uh we we hung out the one time <laughs> that you visited uh this, this fine, fine country of mine. And uh no, we've got our, our banana hammocks and I've got a little three foot Pull out back. Oh hell yeah! Drink some mojitos. Pete, when are we gonna get some uh, some hammocks going? <laughs> uh, but they're, they're on top of the priority list, Tim. We'll get some hammocks going at Mail Fuzz headquarters, shall we? Um, all right. So, oh, oh yeah. How about uh, yeah, how, how about this? I think uh, I just thought of like holy shit. This is a great question. Uh, like, what would you say? Like, what would be like? someone's like best like if someone wanted to check the podcast out like is, is there an episode that you would recommend like starting off with like oh man this is just such a banger of an episode that you're gonna listen to it and get hooked like is there is there anything like that like for us it would probably be like what the leprechaun 3 episode like what, no it would not what, shut what your do we face recommend to people? <laughs> no that's not the worst episode it's a terrible episode tim what are you talking about hi anthony uh um i feel like our recent episodes have been really good i just don't know if we can say the name of the last episode on youtube oh i get those big warnings like you will be kicked off if you post this i'm like i was really surprised it let me put the full title on the podcast page and everything uh it rhymes with itch and gas yeah Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> it was a uh, kind of like uh, Tales in, from the Hood, uh, Bones type of movie. Okay. 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 More I fun like than serious. It was. It was pretty cool. But the best. I feel like our Feed Me episode was really good. Ooh, that was oh, okay. pretty fun. Well, I think so. I don't know if you guys know that one. I don't think I've heard of it. No, off uh, my head, no. It was um, uh, it was it Adam Leader and Richard Oakes are the directors, and the uh, the main star was Neil Ward. Um, he basically was based on the story of this German guy that um, got a guy to sign a contract uh, stating that he. Oh, could eat okay. Him. I think I heard about, or at least the, this real story. I yeah, the real story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's not an official. Hey, is one of story. your relatives? Like a... Was it that that happened to? <laughs> Well, we also did. No, we also did Terrifier. So, oh yeah, Terrifier. Oh, very nice. Yeah, Yeah, that was a that was a fun one. Oh, Terrifier. Uh, so how how do you guys uh like pick out like the movies that you're gonna do? Like, do you just kind (laughs) of randomly say like, oh, like this looks really bad, like we gotta cover it, or is there like specific stuff that you're aiming for or is it just like whatever kind of pops up on some like feed or, or whatever that you see that yeah I, I feel like oh sorry go ahead Brian 
No, go for it, and I'll cut you off. Um, I feel like the stuff that is like people think is really bad, we can find some value in, and also like poke fun at it, because a lot of the times it's meant to be bad. Absolutely, and, yeah. Mm. And you can kind of understand that part of the the like whole the idea. Boy. Yeah, well, the boy's great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're the only one who doesn't like the boy Pete. <laughs> there are legions of us legions <laughs> uh, i think we start out with a list we still have yeah. a very a very long list of movies that we started out so <clears throat> and we're like we'll get to them and we'll watch one of the movies and all of a sudden it's like if you like that you would like this and we're like well you know what i did like that and we'll start from that and then we is, ask, uh, what's up? Uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just making a guess here, but like, uh, is, uh, are you guys Roman Tubi a lot? Like, are, are you big? Is it a big Tubi podcast or? No, uh, here and there, some Amazon yeah, Prime, some. <laughs> Ooh, Prime is tough. Like, <laughs> yeah, like there's, uh, yeah. the entire Hulu series. <laughs> Into the dark. We've done a couple oh, of those. God. Oh. Oof. Yeah, some of those are rough. Yeah, I, uh, I decided to not delve into into the dark after that first episode. Thank you very much. I think what I want to ask now is just a more general question uh, about just your horror tastes, just some of your favorite horror movies, that kind of thing, just to set the tone for what you actually like. Not even just in terms of B movies, but just you know, good movies, movies you actually think are you know worth worth recommending to everyone. You know, like we had that question. We were with one of those with. Uh, one of the directors and like, honestly, like a lot of these indie ones are coming out and they're actually like, they're really, really are good. Like, I want to say surprisingly, they're great, you know, but as a kid, like we used to watch, or I used to watch like all the horror movies, Jason, uh, Freddie, Michael Myers, everybody like that. And the only one that ever scared me was Freddie for some reason. Candyman wasn't nothing. Leprechaun, all those other ones, there wasn't anything. And so I started getting this like, uh, I don't know, I kind of started losing faith in movies. Because, like, we've done every single natural disaster. Every single animal has attacked the world. Every single, you know, everything's been going on. And so then Anthony's the one that came up with an idea. He's like, hey, let's watch a, let's watch these indie movies and let's have a podcast on it. And I was like, okay, I hate my voice, so I guess that's what we'll need to do. <laughs> so <clears throat> we started watching these movies. And, you know, honestly, like, there are a lot of them. Like Anthony and I, we don't say like we're film critics at all. Like we actually just watch the movies, have a lot of alcohol to drink, and uh, <laughs> you know, enjoy what we're watching because there are a lot of them are like, what do you call it? Um, like super original. It's not yeah. the normal, you know. Like we do, we like all the the slasher films, the camp films, and stuff like that, but unless they do some super cool stuff in them, like everybody's going to camp film, you know, but the ones that we've seen, the indie ones, they're great. You know, bloody Bible camp, bloody summer, um, <laughs> bloody, bloody Bible camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so the indie ones where it's kind of like, you know, you can kind of compare them to like college ball versus the NBA. Like there's so much more dunks and hardcore plays in college ball than the NBA because they're trying to prove themselves to get to the NBA for the NBA, they're just like, well, I'm already here. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to risk hurting myself, Duncan, you know, <laughs> well, I think like in the yeah. movie films, like, you know, balls to the wall, 
with these films and they're like, we are trying to prove ourselves. And so how Anthony just said, like the feed me movie, like that is, that's nuts. <laughs> like, and like, uh, I kind of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, just to yeah, kind of bounce off what you're saying, like uh, a lot of times with these movies, you can really tell there's like a lot of passion that goes into it that where, yeah, I mean, it's hard for a lot of filmmakers, especially like, you know, doing low budget stuff to, you know, always make like a, a perfect, you know, movie that's going to really capture like everyone's attention and, and hit big or whatever. But yeah, I'd much rather watch something with someone that, you know, at least has like ideas and vision and passion for what they're doing versus like, yeah, so many like the the worst things that we do on the podcast is like when we just have to do like some very generic like mainstream studio you know horror picture like yeah you know, well, every it, now and again something surprises you but so much of it is just like the same stuff over and over again it's what we uh usually describe the difference between watching a mediocre studio film it's like a five out of ten but far more exciting than that is watching something that you know, like the room, because it's obviously worse. Oh, yeah. It's a worse movie. Like it unquestionably is worse. But he <laughs> believed in that. And because of that earnestness, <laughs> it's actually entertaining to watch. So uh I mean that said, I'd love the best of both worlds. Just watch a good movie. But <laughs> like, you know um, if I'm picking between passionate trash and you know mediocre like just blandness, I'll take I'll take the passionate trash any day of the week. Uh no question. Uh what about you, Anthony? What were some of your favorites? Um, yeah, I, I have to kind of agree, like, the, the indies were the ones that kind of stuck with me, but I think I kind of started with, um, uh, with like, Phantasm, the original one, and then the Fridays the 13th were a lot of my favorites, too. Um, it's like, before they got into, like, the, the 5, the 6, the 7, and then... Like nobody can have a personality, and everybody they were so like kid gloves with everything. Um, and then the the one that kind of like ignited a lot of this as I was watching um, was it Blood Sucking Freaks on uh, on uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that was a, was that a British one? It no, it was in New York actually, because that oh, was okay. the one that kind of like. Well, what was it? He described the fact that. Um, oh wait, wait, uh, yeah, I, I think I I know what you're talking about now. But sorry. <laughs> with uh, Sardu and uh, yeah, 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 and whoever the little guy is, um, <laughs> and it's just like bad ballet, uh, and then they like all the like like all the like there's one vampire or something, and then they call it blood sucking freaks. It was really weird, but the movie is just it's meant to like it's meant to gross you out and piss you off. And it does exactly what it's supposed to do. All right. Well, with uh, some introductory stuff out the way, and maybe uh, you know, Pete, not to put you on the spot, oh, but maybe Jesus. like <laughs> I don't know. This is this is a good idea. Trust I, me. I, I don't know. Sometimes some of the things you come out with, Tim. <laughs> I, 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 but please, but please, yes. What was your suggestion? All I was gonna say is, is like maybe we can each try to think of like a, a B movie that we can like recommend at the end of the show, and then maybe. You know, obviously we won't hold you to it, but you know, if you ever want to check it out or possibly do it on the show, you know, it's a possible fodder for that. <laughs> that that's all I'm saying, Pete. Jesus. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, not, nothing's springing to mind right now. I mean, that's a pretty. <laughs> that's wait. why I said we'll wait till the end of the show. Okay, like, give right, your right. brain some time to think. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, I I thought of one, but I you know I'm a quick thinker. I you know I I know you would need some time. <laughs> 
Rumpelstiltskin doesn't count, Tim. <laughs> it is a good movie, though. You gotta. <laughs> it's not, it's terrible. Yeah. If you guys haven't experienced the rump, we highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's the rump. All right. I think it's almost like impossible to find, but <laughs> yeah. Well, with all the introductory stuff out of the way, I think we could start working through uh, the top ten. I would save. Actually, nah. And ha- having a sense of what your honorable mentions are going to be, maybe you shouldn't save them till the end. Usually, I say save the honorable mentions till the end, so as not to spoil some of the things that won't make the list. But uh, yeah. I think in your case, you could probably just do the honorable mentions. First. mentions. Those are the only ones. I'm going to bring out like posters from my closet. Like here's the poster for my honorable mention. Every single one of them. That's the only reason why I mentioned. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if you guys want to alternate, like announcing the numbers or whatever. But you know, obviously, we'll talk about after each entry and so, you know, talk about them. Uh, I mean, assuming me and Tim have heard of it. If not, then you can tell us about what it is. But uh, go on then. Hit me with some honorable mentions. No, we'll wait until the end. So that way, everybody's like, "What the?" You know, because if they start listening to your honorable mentions, they'll be like. All right, next episode. Like, <laughs> okay, next. fair enough. In that case, uh, <laughs> hit me with your number 10. Your number 10. So we're doing top 10 Christmas horror movies. Hit me with one. <sighs> number 10, come Christmas. on. I'll start. I'll do my, the lowest ahead, one yeah. that I had. You know, the lowest one that I had, and I don't know if it was, like I'm pretty sure there was Christmas music, but it was like a short. It was a short mm-hmm. film. It was called Separation. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Can't but, say I have, no. Well, it's like a, when I say like a short film, I think it was like seven, eight minutes long. Yeah. But like I said, I'm pretty sure that I heard um, like Christmas music playing in the background. So I told Anthony, I was like, you think this would count? <laughs> so like going off our other list, like everything else on our list is so much greater than this one. But <laughs> basically what this movie was, what this short was, was this couple is going through a divorce and um, all of a sudden they're sick. And like, all of a sudden the guy like has like this big ass rash, like on, I don't know, like the left side of his body. Right. And the wife starts getting sick and she's like, I just need a good night's sleep. And then tomorrow we're going to the lawyer and we're going to sign this divorce paper because we hate each other. <laughs> so they get in bed and she's like, well, can I sleep in the bed tonight? And he's like, fine, I'll sleep on the couch. She's like, no, you can sleep in there too. You know? And so when they go to bed, like their body like connects to each other. And like it just looks like there's like a pork loin that connected their sides to each other. And they wake <laughs> up and she's like, get off of me. And he's like, I'm not on you. And then they like separate and they bleed to death. Yeah. And I think Christmas Week starts playing. And it's like, welcome. This is what you get, you know? Pretty messed up movie. What I'm getting yeah. from this is you had nine. And you thought, how can I stretch this to one more movie? <laughs> yeah, a scene, whatever. Now, Pete, I might have to explain this to you, but that, uh-huh. see, the uh, see, there's two different meanings uh, for the word separation because they're they're separating, like as in their marriage, you know, they're separating uh, apart from each other, but yes. then also they're physically separating. I don't know if you got that, but. It's a clever title. Oh, thanks, Tim. I would never have figured that out if you had not uh, informed me of it. That's why. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> You're always looking out uh, for me. That sounds dope, though. I don't. Uh, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, so, was it like part of an anthology, or is it just like some, just like a short? Like, it was just a short. I don't even remember what I, I think that I was watching. 
I'll tell you what it came on after I watched this other movie. And it came <laughs> on, and I was like, well, I'm up. I've had a couple drinks in me. I'm going to continue my horror movie, um, you know, binge. My, my Halloween, Halloween, Jesus, my Christmas <laughs> horror movie binge. And that one came on. It's like, if you like that, watch this. I'm like, all right. And I was like, what? Like that death. I mean, like I said, it was just, it was pretty messed up. I think it does count if you're watching it as part of a Christmas horror binge. That does technically make it a Christmas movie. Yeah, so. I was like, up next? Yeah. It's not like, up next, here comes spring break. You're like, what? I was just watching Christmas. <laughs> you know? All right, let's uh, jump over for number nine. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> okay, so for my ninth, I would go with Better Watch Out. It was a oh, okay. 2016, 2017 horror movie. I don't know if you've seen it. The, yeah, I think so. The trailer doesn't, yeah. Like the trailer doesn't do it justice. It looked like, like slightly more lethal Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like that's, it, it took me a second to realize what we were talking about because so many of these Christmas movies have like similar titles. I was like, okay, I think I know which one this is, but I'm going to have to yeah. wait until I hear some of the description just to lock it in. But so I'm assuming this is the one where the kid turns out to be the villain quite early on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I love this movie because it, it, it feels like normally like when a movie feels like two movies, that's when it starts to piss me off because it just feels like bad storytelling. But uh, in this one, it feels like they're like layering on top of their story and it does like a really good thing where you get like that fake invasion storyline in the beginning. And then um, like, you know, like the girl like susses it out and gets pissed off and the babysitter and uh and then that's when he kidnaps his babysitter and like seeing his like wide-eyed innocence and his brutality in the same person but not having like a ton of gore it really worked like that i enjoyed that one yeah i i think uh since it's been a while since we did i i feel like completely how we came away from it i think it was like a little mixed but like uh, i i will give it credit where like i was genuinely surprised like, yeah, you the, know, when you get that reveal, like, I definitely did not see that coming. The, the swerve, I and mean, we're going to keep these relatively spoiler free, and yeah, you can set up the premise and whatever, but just don't talk about the endings or oh, yeah, know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Sorry. But, uh, yeah. like, so yeah, like, the, the when the premise actually got set up, which I actually didn't know, I went in so cold that when it turned out, although the kid's the villain of the movie, I was like, oh, okay, this is your thing, this is your gimmick, because, you know, before this, it felt like a, you know, just a typical movie. It was like, okay, all right. Uh, and yeah, there's those things to like, not one for sure. Uh, I remember the kid really. I don't he's, say, he's good at being a prick. Yeah, I don't want to say hamming it up, but he was giving it his all. Yeah, like yeah. definitely very hateable. Yes. Yeah. He, oh like yeah. If, uh, was it? Uh, if Jim Ross was saying it, he plays the bad guy to the hilt. <laughs> <laughs> like he he like he play he goes the extra mile. Like my favorite part is the like without saying too much is the paint can part. Mm. Oh yeah. When like <laughs> like just like they they try it again and then you get that like like feeling you're like crap this is about to be really bad yeah all right cool and pete i just want to say you know you're talking about you know how sometimes you like to go into movies cold uh i just want to say that i feel like it's getting harder and harder to do that nowadays because of global warming that was was a terrible (laughs) joke that was i can only apologize for my global warming is not cool (laughs) terrible (laughs) joke You can use that one too. 
<laughs> All right, let's jump back over to Brian for number eight. We go back and forth on it because Pete doesn't believe in it, but shut up. <laughs> All those cows farting, man. That methane is going up. There. Yeah, it's all the cows fart. All the cows are a little bit, Pete. <laughs> That's why Pete. We do PSAs on our uh, podcast all the time, like "Don't smoke, kids," or "Don't be a bully." It's so now this: eat more steak. <laughs> All right, eat as many cows. Eat a eat a cow a day. All right, save the earth. Peter's going to close you guys down. Sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) All right, what's your number, Brian? All right, um, it's rough. Uh, Once upon a time at Christmas. You guys know that one? I don't think I know this one. I don't think I I I do either. (laughs) It's pretty. They have a. They have another one that's on our list that it's it's higher up, but basically this one there is uh, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and Mrs. Claus plays a really like a really good version of like Harley Quinn, you know. <laughs> okay. And um, basically Santa Mr. Claus. Claus. And, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. As just like instead of like Mr. J, it's like Mr. Claus. Mr. <laughs> yeah, for real. It is. They're like, where's my man? Hair's funny. Yeah. Ew. So basically, um, it's a great movie altogether because, like, I don't know, you guys know that's that, that uh, it's a really shitty Christmas song called like the Twelve Night, the Twelve Days of Christmas, where it's like you know, right. first Christmas, my true blue, 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 you know. Yeah. Lots they of actually, birds. They killed uh, twelve days in a row, and each that's day cool. they killed was because of the Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh, you know, like so yeah. We actually got on an episode with the directors and the actors in that one, and I was like, "Dude, finally, like somebody made something cool out of that song. Like that song's only been around for like seventy years, and it sucks every year worse and worse." <laughs> well, I feel like thank them, where it's like, "Thank you for finally doing something cool with that song." You know, they're just like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Like, classic <laughs> song. Where it's like, well, now it's an amazing movie because everybody. Is going to be like, oh yeah, I remember. They uh, those two kids were making out of Turtle Dove Lane, and then they got murked. You know, <laughs> yeah. And they uh, chopped off was, those people's fingers. I was hoping See? someone got killed with Turtle Doves. Not that they were just killed in a place called Turtle Dove Lane. Yeah. <laughs> well, that stuff thing is how they were killed. You know, there wasn't any. You know, they didn't have any pigeons because what's a, what's the theory that they were back at their base charging because birds aren't real, right? Isn't that a theory? <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So these kids were there and they're just like, you know, I don't know how tough you guys were in high school, but if I was trying to make out oh, with sorry. some chick, make out with some <laughs> like, here. I want to be like, what are you going to do? You're covered in blood already and you have a bloody axe. I'm going to try to fight you. No, I'd be like, yes, sir. I'm leaving. Getting out. We're going to go back to somebody's basement, I guess. I know this kid thought he was going to be tough and Santa's like, Okay, dude, here you go. Here's an axe for Christmas. I'll see you in hell. I don't yeah. think it's so, made me laugh harder this year than Tim instantly saying very tough when asked if he was tough in high school. It is. That's hey, you, didn't, you didn't know me, man. I, I mellowed out a lot uh, since then. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll believe it. Yeah, what, are they, what is it? Adderall calms you down? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I just I just want to uh, throw this out there, but if um, 
I, I don't know if, if you're aware, but uh, yes, the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt did put out a Christmas album, uh, and he does do a parody version of uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas, which is pretty good. <laughs> so I recommend listening to that. I did really. Know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Uh, the whole um, the whole album is pretty good, but um, well, we were just like even with uh, when you guys brought our asses to come on. You know, I was like, Anthony, like, do they even have like 10 movies that are Christmas horror movies? And then all of a sudden we started going down the rabbit hole of Christmas horror movies. I was like, holy hell. You know, so like we found a bunch of them, you know, and so we started watching them. Some were better than the others. Some had great storylines and some, you know, were like separation where it's like, just how are we going to kill them? We don't have the budget. Yeah, honestly, when I say enjoy to top 10 Christmas horror movies, I wasn't expecting any research to be. I I asked that th- <laughs> the intention being that you'd already like you know kind of have like enough in your head to to do it. I think off the top of our head, Anthony and I, what we come with like four inc- four, four or five yeah. incidents. Yeah, you know, Black Christmas, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, that's when I was like, you know what? What if we just start doing these honorable mentions? And then there's like, hey, we're never going to talk to you guys or invite you on our podcast again. <laughs> you were on here all right well, well you know, eventually we're gonna do a full episode for separation so we'll have you back for uh for that how are you gonna make an hour-long episode for someone that's seven minutes that was gonna be my first question tim hey, hold on rewind it rewind it again okay yeah there you see what are we doing Obviously. discussing every single frame in detail <laughs> oh you'd love that you're, you're such a you're such a frame lover <laughs> You're always talking about frames. Admit it. I talk about aspect ratios a lot. I'll give you that much. But uh, all right, let's uh, jump back over for number seven. <laughs> hmm. I am going to go with Silent Night. The uh, who is it? Stephen C. Miller, the director, said it's a remake or a reimagining of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Which okay. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say Silent Night, Deadly Night, and but I feel like it's just so, like you get so much backstory that it, like I almost feel like you don't get much, like present day. Uh, but so, this one, yeah, so I, I'm interested in this because I, I, I'm a big fan of the Silent Night, Deadly Night series, but I've never, I've heard about this. I, I don't know if it's an official remake or kind of like a quasi remake, but uh, I, I, I'm intrigued by this. I would say. Oh, yeah, it's like I was kind of skeptical at first because usually remakes suck. But um, like in this one, like this is the remake that doesn't chop the balls off of the off the horror because all the gore is like is big. It's like like you get that mission statement at the beginning of the movie when he like electrocutes this guy to the to the point that he explodes. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it was like it so <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> Uh, when um, when was this? Uh, when did this come out? What, what, was this like a 20, niche movie? Twenty twelve. Okay, so um, recent. We're Malcolm celebrating McDowell. the ten year anniversary this uh, this Christmas. Yeah. It's a good one. You'll you'll enjoy it. It's uh, who is it? Malcolm McDowell, Jamie King, and Denal Logue. Oh, there's actual so it's got names. It's got real actors it's, in it. Oh, I was I thought yeah. this was going to be some like dark sheet, <laughs> you know, like you know nothing movie. But no, that's, I, I recognize those names. <laughs> And they, yeah, like they actually make it like more of a, instead of like telling you this whole big, deep backstory about one guy and you know exactly who it is, it's more like a whodunit, which is kind okay. of fun. Well, Santa Claus, obviously. 
Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but there's like <laughs> 200 Santa Claus in this one small town, which okay, that part to me makes no sense, but I'll go with it for the purpose of the story. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Dramatic it's license. The edge of Santaverse. <laughs> <laughs> My next one will piggyback off of that. Wait, was that a reference to Spider-Verse or Edge of 17? I can't tell which. How <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how it would be uh, a reference to Edge of Seventeen. Because <laughs> you said Edge, I was like, where did the Edge come from? Well, e- Edge of Spider Verse is uh, the the comic book. That's uh, it. Yes. <laughs> it was it was a straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, you know, what, I'll tell you what for it. I don't remember it called that, but I'll, I'll tell you what for it. <laughs> Uh, there's like there's like 50 Spider-Verse comics now ever since the movie sure. so there has to be at least one name that <laughs> oh, so now we're guessing now we're playing guesswork see look at the goalposts moving they're just moving so Tim can win alright let's go back over to number 6 it's good <clears throat> have you guys ever heard of the movie Rare Exports oh yes yeah. yes yes, yes. alright see so that one could you know it kind of, that one's one of the ones where I, you know, drink a lot during that, uh, during that movie. So I think at the end of it, oh, we can't tell the end, but yeah, like that whole thing. So can we talk about the movie? So like yeah. they're digging into this, you know, they're digging into the, the mountain because I thought that was Santa Claus's grave, you know, but then that kid goes and. You know, they start putting up that pig head as the start doing like guerrilla warfare with the fucking sticks in the sorry. Uh, that's the first time. <laughs> uh, put the stick in the ground. What time is it? 4715. Manotate that one. But put the stick in the ground. And then all of a sudden they put that pig head as the bait. And they're just like, we're going to catch them. You know, and you're just like, catch who? Like, I thought you were going to catch like wolves or something. You know, and then you're just like, wait a second. Santa doesn't want milk and cookies. He wants pig heads and all this other stuff. And the kids all scared. Because, like, if Santa gets out, and then there's that scene where, like, uh, what do you call it? All those reindeer are just mauled to death. And they're just like, oh, it's the Russians digging their mine up there. And you're just like, <laughs> they would just kill reindeers and be like, all right, guys, let's, let's go drink some vodka. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Rare Exports is a really interesting movie because it's like, you know, that's, I think it's, it's a Finnish, what I say? Finnish? Maybe Swedish? Yeah, it's all done. Um, yeah, Swedish. Swedish, okay. So it, it was, it's kind of taken the idea of like, okay, the the real like horrific legend of Santa Claus and like these farmers like trap him. And uh, I will say like when I finally saw it, because I knew about it for a few years before I actually watched it, uh, was that it definitely went places I wasn't expecting based on the premise by the end. Where, you know, it kind of it, it ended in a very different place than it started. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. When there's like, he owes us eighty-seven thousand dollars for all these reindeer and they're just like well guess what now we're going to charge him 17 million dollars and you're like that's a big jump jump." and you really can't can't blackmail or bribe santa claus because you know but that kid kept running around in his underwear all the time and you're just like hey put some pants on it's freaking negative 50 degrees outside you know and his dad's like let's do some chores he's like all right no Put some sweatpants on, man. It's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, when they, you know. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> and this one was a. Uh, it was also based on. A... Uh, go, ahead. go ahead, Tom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, this is based on a a, sh- a, a short as well. The guy that made it before, you know, he did it. He he, uh, yeah, like had like a little short, but five minute movie or something that uh, that I thought was pretty good as well. Yeah, uh, let's extend it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Hey, I could add uh, ninety minutes to this, and then uh, and then we'd have something. <laughs> right, just show a bunch of him sharpening the twigs for like a good five minutes. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's go over for number five. I'm going to go with Black Christmas, the original. Oh, of course. Yeah. If you'd said all the other ones, it would have been upset with you, so yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely was going to throw that in there. Um, uh, it was a recommendation from uh, one of uh, the directors we've talked to as like his inspiration for why he got into doing horror films. and So I, I had never seen it, and I checked it out. And, I mean, it's... Like it feels like it's like horror finding its way, which is kind of fun, because mm-hmm. it's more of the like you know the the roots. Uh, but like just listening to that guy on the phone, like he's just unhinged. He's saying like crazy stuff that you would never get away with today in a yeah. movie. Uh, it's very grimy feeling. You know, it came out the same year as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and both those movies were listed by carpenters inspirations for halloween and you can kind of tell they feel like they are these prototype movies uh but yeah uh the you know and you've got that like everyone's left for the holidays kind of vibe so it's just the, the stragglers that are left behind at the sorority house all that stuff uh young margot kidder in there in a role and i think uh, uh what sets this apart from like a lot of like christmas horror movies is like uh i feel like a lot of the times like when you're watching a Christmas horror movie, a lot of it is the kind of, you know, the, the shtick of that. Oh, that it's being Christmas and that, you know, we're including all this Christmas stuff. Like this is just legitimately like a good horror movie. Like it could, you know, stand on its own without having like any Christmas themes. Like, you know, it's obviously I, you know, I like that all the Christmas stuff is in there, but um, yeah, like I, I feel like it could just stand on its own feet if, uh, if it needed to. It's a good backdrop. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it uh, it definitely felt like like people felt like people, as opposed mm-hmm. to like walking talking plot devices. And my one of my favorite callbacks as far as jokes is the like the prefix that she gives him at the police station. Oh yeah, so and, and he writes down like that was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, it's John Saxon's on it as well, right? I'm not misremembering that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's the detective. The yeah. detective, yeah. Yeah. Uh. No, they, they, like, I, I love Black Christmas, it's one of my favourites, and the, the only negative I can say is that uh, one of the characters is, has my name, so I get a little haunted at the end every time when she's running around going, Peter! And she's doing like this really weird accent. <laughs> this is a Canadian movie, why does she sound like she's from England? What's going on? But yeah, uh, no, really good stuff. Uh, I think I think it does... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. what is it? And, yeah, and it does uh, address, like, major like like topics that are politically relevant today like when you're dealing with the pregnancy stuff mm. oh, like yeah. so i i thought it was kind of like kind of cool like they were touching on it in a way we would actually talk about it today yeah it's I, still I think pretty relevant the big thing for me is just how well directed it is like there's so many it's, it's not that the deaths are like amazing in a gore sense or not they're just so visually distinct you know like the bag over the face so there's a reason why it's used in all the posters is it just looks so creepy you know it just has this kind of uh, visceralness to it, you know, 
not blood or spat or anything like that, just visceral. Uh, that's the way the killer feels with all the, the, the obscene phone calls and all that. It just feels so intense. So, oh, that was a great pick. Uh, all right. Number four. Can I take hosts, Anthony? Get it. <clears throat> hosts. Have you seen that one? <laughs> the, uh, the seance on uh, Zoom? That one? No, that's just host. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. This one is the same people from uh, Feed Me. They mm. made it. So basically, the story is um, the, this guy and his girlfriend, fiance, um, they go over to their neighbor's house for Christmas dinner. And before they do that, something happens to them. And they go over to have dinner with that other family, and they brutally just murder that family. <laughs> like, there is... Why are you laughing, Tim? You are a sick bastard, you know that? <laughs> no, it's even one of those things where, like, we brought up, because we, like I said, we had, a, we had them on an episode with us, and you sit there, and you see something's about to happen. Or you're like, hey, why does that person have that weapon? And all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I know what's going to happen. And then this weapon is used, and then it keeps being used, and keeps being used, and keeps being used, and you're just like, okay, they're going to stop now. And then you're just like, they're going to continue to keep going. They're going to keep going. They're going to keep going. You're just like, holy shit. Like, there's just, yeah. So I think what, it ended up being a, uh, a supernatural, right? Uh, I think it was. I got alien invasion. I know. Because it was kind of like you see things coming from the sky. It was really. It was uh, different. Yeah. So when they get taken over by these beans or whatever it is, like it's as if they ate like flashlights. And so there's just beams of lights coming out of every single orifice of their body. Hmm. And uh, once that happens, then they're just, uh, I mean, you have lights looking like Iron Man is inside of you trying to come his way out. <laughs> so let's see, there was a mom, a dad, two brothers and a sister. And so they just go off on these family members one by one. And like, you know, the it also messes like mentally with them as well. You know, like that, there was a scene with the brother and the sister and you're just like, I don't know what to do in that situation. And then, you know, but yes, hosts. All right, cool. That's a good one. Uh, all right, what's number four? Uh, the Killing Tree. This one actually just came out. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know yeah, if sorry. you've heard uh, of... Just to correct myself, number three. That was four there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, just losing yeah. track of numbers. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, we can do um, number one if you really want. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, the Killing Tree. It's uh, uh, directed by Reese Frank Waterfield. Um, he's doing Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, right, that okay. comes out in the theaters. Okay. That guy, awesome. yeah. Um, in this movie, though, um, the, there's a woman who, uh, like her and her boyfriend, husband. I didn't. I wasn't really sure what their relationship was exactly, but. Um, like they were murderers on a murder spree like a year prior and then he gets put to death um, 
And then she does this like black magic thing to bring him back with a Christmas tree somehow. And <laughs> he gets turned into a Christmas tree. Oh, I love it. And he's a he's a killer Christmas tree, which you would <laughs> normally be really cheesy, but it's actually like the cheesiness actually like uh like works well with the characters involved. It's it's really fun. Yeah, this is a pretty new one. This is a twenty twenty two. Yeah, having a look at it. Yeah, I think it just just came out like last week. I mean, oh uh, yeah, this is the I most excited I've been for any of the thing you've said so far. That I've not already seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take Killer Christmas Tree. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 super fun. It's like there's moments where like uh, what is it? Um, uh, he he loses his way and he has a map because he's trying to find something. And then he loses his map and like he's lost and and it's just funny to watch him uh you know bumbling before he becomes the killer uh rampaging Christmas tree. Oh yeah, it looks like it's on Tubi, so I would definitely be checking that out. Of course it's on Tubi. It, yeah, it's a good one. It sounds exactly like the sort of movie that'll just randomly on Tubi. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> okay, we're getting like high up in these numbers now. So uh uh number two. I got Krampus. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, as soon as I know it came out however many years ago, but as soon as I heard that they were doing that, I was like instantly went and got the DVD and everything, and I was like, oh, so I have an eight-year-old son. And I'm like, I can't wait till you're <laughs> old enough for me to say, watch this, kid. This is what's going to happen now. You know, <laughs> Krampus, great. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It, honestly, it's probably not like uh, it's it's not. I mean, obviously, there's the the R rated cut that came out later, but I would say the original cut is probably fairly safe to show. Not like a super young kid, but like I, I think you could show it to a kid. Oh no, I want to show you know, like no. Huh? The DVD where it's like there's no whole bar. It's like, oh yeah, remember that kid that just got murdered right there? Yeah, oh, you're trying to hide underneath that truck. Sorry, kid. Krampus doesn't play around. He knows where you are. I, I, remember, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I remember this being fairly a little. I mean, obviously there was death and stuff, but you know, it was it was fairly was late. Pretty, huh? No, I think it was pretty. Uh, you know, that whole scene where they're trying to, um, when the kid gets to the fight with the family, and so he takes off running the entire. Like town is fogged over, and he's trying to find anywhere to go, and this monster's chasing him. You know, yeah. and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hide underneath the truck." And you're just like, "What the hell? Under a truck, huh?" Yeah, you know? I, I don't think it was like I don't think it was super gory, which I think is maybe what you're getting at, Pete. Uh, that like you know, yeah, there's not like a bunch of like nudity and, <laughs> and blood and stuff. But I, I guess uh, in my head, I'm remembering it having more of a sort of gremlinsy tone. Than like a hardcore. I think core. in some instances, but then I also think there were parts that were kind of like okay, freaky, fair enough. But it's been a while. It's been a while since I watched. That. I do remember it's liking a, it though. Yeah, I do think that's a fun movie. Yeah, I like. Um, this is director Michael Doherty. Doherty. Uh, Doherty. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, usually makes pretty fun stuff, and uh, yeah, I think that was a good one. Yeah, no, it's a fun movie. Uh, like. It was nice to have a big Christmas movie come out, and like a big Christmas horror movie come out in theaters that year, because they don't necessarily yeah. all get big releases. So uh, that was the, I guess the the, the great like... side to having Adam Scott and like some other big yeah. actors oh, yeah. in it. I forgot he was in that, and like Krampus was such like a 
I don't know if it's kind of like still hanging around, but I feel like there was a couple of years where it's such like a zeitgeisty thing. Like Krampus was just a, a thing that kind of popped out of nowhere. And like people would talk about. And then uh, I, I feel like everyone's just kind of waiting like, okay, who's going to be the first person to like make the horror movie about it, which uh, yeah, I think there's yeah. been like a couple of different Krampus movies. Oh, there's like, been tons of them. Tim. Then, but, the, the, yeah. As far as cheap, like, you know, asylum level movies go, there's been like 50 Krampus movies at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that we got like a a decent one though. That's a, that's a fun one. Oh yeah, cool. All right, number one. Let's do it. Uh, this would number one is the sequel to Once Upon a Time at Christmas, The Nights Before Christmas. Oh, where okay. yeah, uh, Mister and Mrs. Claus are back, and this time instead of the Twelve Days of Christmas, it's the Naughty and Nice list. Ooh, and nice. Which, which kind of like, I feel like the naughty and nice list was like a nicer touch because you legitimately have no idea what's about to happen. There's really no, um, like, two people are going to die or three people are going to die or four people are going to die or whatever. Um, so, like, that was cool. And, like, they really do kind of, like, tick up the gore and, like, the bodies pile up. But, the and they do it. In- <clears throat> Yeah, and like they do it in like a big fashion. Like it, it comes off like really good. All right, cool. You really That's... root. You really root for the bad guy. Oh yeah, you actually this time you actually really like uh, the 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 mental patient who plays uh, <laughs> or the, who is who is who is being Santa. He's outlawed. He ripped his own teeth out and wore metal teeth for years, man. I mean, oh, it's not that strange when you think about how people sort of react to the later slasher sequels where they kind of root for jason or freddy so i mean yeah why not <laughs> oh yeah that's one I, I was just looking it up uh on my phone as well which looks like that is on 2b uh also so i would definitely be or at least the first one was which i assume yeah hopefully the second one is but uh i mean if not i'll see if i can find it but uh i mean I I, I, oh nice yeah, oh, perfect uh so i'll definitely be checking those out too because that uh that sounds pretty good. Actually, no. I'll, you know, I'll probably try to get to everything on the list, honestly. Uh, yeah, the director for that was Paul Tanter, and Simon Phillips plays uh, Santa. Nice. Ah, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested in the Killer Tree movie, and uh, I think this pair does sound quite interesting, and not my <laughs> sort of B-movie alley, so uh, that's really cool. Uh, Tim, is there anything that you're surprised did not... And then maybe it's just because they've not seen the movies, admittedly, that you were about to mention. But is there anything you're surprised that, or were hoping that would come up that didn't? Uh, well, I think there's two biggies um, mm-hmm. that weren't mentioned, which, uh, of course, would be um, Christmas Evil. That's a, you know, that's a big one. Uh, so that's one we did on the show probably a couple of years back now. But, you know, that's a pretty fun one. You know, it's, I mean typical you know uh killer santa movie but um i think there's a lot of fun uh to be had with that fun kills and just kind of like a batshit ending which well, yeah, is really batshit fun. ending and a, a pinch a taxi driver and the way his story is yeah. told <laughs> just a pinch <laughs> pinch a taxi driver <laughs> and then uh and obviously a big one i mean maybe uh, you kind of mentioned it already pete but uh gremlins which oh, you know, sure. I, I think Maybe people think of it more as a kids' movie or a comedy, but yeah. I think the first one is like horror-ish, you know. Yeah, no, I think that's. Oh yeah, fair. the first one's darker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh... that old lady flying. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw in one of my sort of newer kinda 
like wacky favorites. Uh, Tim. Uh, oh, I'll... Jack Frost. Oh no, I do love the first Jack Frost though. The first Jack Frost is hilarious. Uh, not not the Michael Keaton movie, the the actual horror movie about the killer snowman. <laughs> Just right. to make that clear. Uh, and it's only like a year before the Michael Keaton one, so it's really easy to mix up the the two in your head. Uh, but no, uh, Dial Code Santa Claus. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which was a French movie that came out two years before Home Alone, and it's like a more sadistic version where the guy breaking into the house is like this evil like the range guy dressed as Santa and the kid has to like protect himself and the kid loves American action movies so he like does like a lot of like traps like inspired by American action movies it's a wild little film like I, I can't recommend that it was on Shudder for a long time I don't know if it's still there but it, it was there before uh, it's also really called uh, actually I think the title on Shudder was Deadly Games it's got a couple of different titles but right. uh, Dial Code Santa Claus is the one that I always remember because it's the most distinct sounding <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, I, and, I would give that a shout. And what's uh did we do Bloodbeat last year? We did, yeah. That was the samurai one. <laughs> <laughs> the samurai Christmas horror movie. <laughs> the samurai Christmas ghost horror movie, yes. Yeah. That sounds yes. interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm gonna watch yeah. it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bloodbeat. Bloodbeat, yeah. Def- definitely a little strange. Uh, that, that was one of those ones where some label put out the Blu-ray and Tim's like, hey, we need to do this, and we just ended up doing it last year. So, um, yeah. Uh, and obviously, who can forget Garbage Day, you know? Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 deserves a, a special place in everyone's heart for one of the most memorable scenes in movie history. Uh, yeah. Oh! Someone got a call. Or a text. No. I don't know. <laughs> or for Bloodbeat. That's the Bloodbeat yeah. note. Uh, yeah. But uh, do you guys want to go over any like honorable mentions or anything else that just off the top here? Um, I can mention <laughs> one because I think I had like one that I was gonna add, but it just wasn't quite amazing. Was uh, Red Christmas? It's uh. Oh, sure. Hold on. Can I like, just guess? Can I guess? Is this about Soviets? No. Oh damn it! <laughs> I mean, I think this is I watched Australian it. or New Zealand. I think I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's the same. Uh, the same lady that directed it is the one that did uh, Thirteen Fanboy, uh, which oh, is the. It's it's basically like Thirteen Fanboy is like all people that have been in Friday the Thirteenth movies playing oh. like real life versions of themselves being murdered by somebody mm. who, like, is obsessed with Friday the Thirteenth, and it's the same. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's like directed by her, but. Like, it just feels like so like lifetime wholesome, like family interactions that I just didn't. It, it was weird for me how that squares up with like a murder horror movie. Oh yeah, like I I just couldn't get there. By the way, there's like three movies with this title. One of them stars D Wallace from 2016. That's the one. Is that the one? The oh, one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, directed by Craig Anderson. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, I think it might be. Okay, okay. That's what threw me off. Yeah, it's you, got you, D. Wallace in it, yeah, yeah then okay. that's the one. This is the one, then. Yeah, but there's, like, three, and they're all, like, pretty cool. One's 2014, this one's 2016, then there's a 2018 one. So, people like that title. I bet one of them's about Soviets. I, I guarantee one of them is. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. How about you, Brian? You got some honorable mentions you want to throw out? Oh, I mean, they really stretch. 
you know. Real <laughs> 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 I mean, Home Alone's probably just scary because, you know, that little kid's alone by himself, and there's <laughs> men trying to break into his house and do who knows what to him, you know. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's very scary in the incompetence of the police department in Chicago. I mean, I'd say that much. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> is it just a shithole place in there? I mean, you know, <laughs> I've got a friend in there. He's like, oh, dude, the crime up there is nuts. And I was like, all right, so you come to Vegas where, you know, it used to be nuts, you know. Then there's the funny ones of what? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life <laughs> where there's those goats that come at that guy. I'm pretty sure I'm probably, you know, his ear got hurt when he was younger. That guy slapped him in it. That's always, you know. I'm, I'm surprised no one's, like, done, like, an updated, like, horror version of It's a Wonderful Life. You got, It's a Wonderful Knife. You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good I idea. Think, uh, Dave Chappelle did that, uh, that version on his show. Oh. <laughs> you guys don't know what I'm talking about, right? Was it with the... Uh, Wait, uh, was that like with the girl that like had too big yeah. of breasts? <laughs> yep. And she's like, "This is what it would be like if you didn't have them growing up." And all of her friends were making fun of her and everything. Yeah. And then it turned out that he was just a janitor high on PCP. See? Yeah. <laughs> I like that version. This version that could ever be made, actually. You know. Yeah. Pete has no idea what we're talking about because he just like watched. I don't know, like Father Ted or something growing up. I didn't yeah. watch Father Ted, but I, mean, I, I don't know why that's directly being paralleled to uh, the Chappelle show, but sure. Yeah, go on. Um, There's got to be some connection. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I definitely heard some movies that I've not heard of before tonight, so that's nice. That's kind of part of the hope when you have guests on to do a top 10, especially with like a, a, like a, a topic as specific as this. Uh, you hope for some weird entries that you haven't heard of, and I definitely got a few of those, so uh, that was fun. So, um, yeah, well, thank you two for coming on the show. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, having some Christmas oh. cheer with uh, everyone for the month of December. Oh, well, Pete, don't aren't you forgetting something? Well, I'm not forgetting. You're supposed to think of a movie, a, a B movie that you you enjoy oh, to suggest yeah. to our fine guests. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Dial Code Santa Claus was a pretty good recommendation, but I'll, uh... <sighs> well, what's yours? You can go first. All right, uh, so I'll just throw this out there because I just adore this movie and any chance I get to uh, bring it up, it just fills me up with so, so much delight. But uh, Neon Maniacs is, like, the kind of, like, B movie I always like to uh, uh, throw out there to people. If you haven't seen it, it's just totally, like batshit insane like the plot like makes no it's a really like fun cheesy 80s i don't even know what you call it i guess like monster kind of slasher movie but it's just the plot line is so like ridiculous uh and makes no sense that uh i highly recommend it it's like about these like interdimensional monsters that like live in an ice cream truck under the golden gate bridge (laughs) that like (laughs) come out and haunt people uh and I always refer to them as kind of like a demon, yeah, like, and they they're kind of like a demonic village people because like like everyone has like their own shtick. Like there's like a Native American guy and a samurai guy and like a army guy and like just this weird like one eyed monster guy. But um, it should be a GI Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's just a I. It's one of those ones like 
yeah, I mean, we watch like a lot of bad movies, especially like, you know, like cheesy 80s stuff is like kind of a like a touchstone of ours. Um, so of our like just like kind of the stuff we enjoyed growing up and whatever. So like there's a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of movies I watch that are like that. But for some reason, this movie just really like stands out to me just because it is so like weirdly out there and like mishmashing so much stuff together that doesn't really work, but in a way that kind of makes it totally work uh, for me. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm calling it a B movie, but in my heart, it's like triple A. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, we did that a long time ago. Uh, okay, I yeah. do have I do have one actually. Now this wasn't one that we did, Tim. This was one that I did on an Ace episode, but it's you know there's some crossover with horror and sci-fi. <laughs> you cheating on me? On podcast? <laughs> so uh, Extro X T R O Extro is a delightful alien movie where it's like a dad gets like abducted at the start of the movie, and then he just kind of like. He seemingly reappears a couple of years later, but it's like this like alien monster thing that comes down, and there's a moment. It's, it's kind of weird, and it's kind of like got risky at points. But there's a moment where an alien kills a woman, uh, and then the woman who was pregnant gives birth to the fully grown adult man who's returning. <laughs> And the practical effects in this scene are absolutely fantastic. It is, and that's the moment where you go, okay, this movie's actually not just some trash. It's actually interesting. And there's cool stuff going on here. Uh, I recommend Extra. Cool. All right. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Lama Geddon was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> Lama Geddon. Lama Geddon. Exactly if you just think of what that would be, then you were correct. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, obviously, um, everyone should go check out the berated B rated. I'm oh, sorry, the B rated, but no, the berated B rated movie podcast. I'll say it the right way around. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, obviously, you can support our content by going over to Patreon.com/slash TV and support us all on a monthly basis and keeping all the content coming. Uh, you can like, subscribe, ding the bell for notifications below the video, and of course, if you listen to the audio version, give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Um, so, is there anything you you two would like to like sort of plug as your outro? Do you get one last chance to say something to the audience? No. No? <laughs> okay, no. I, I will say... Um... Uh, I wasn't planning on doing a ton of Christmas movies, but I guess uh, we found enough content for a whole month of Christmas. So mm. we're going to yeah. keep it coming. And we're going to talk to the people behind the movies a lot of, in a lot of these. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Got, nice. I think, what, two or three weeks straight of interviews with directors, actors, actresses, producers. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's we usually release to checking out. Yeah, we usually release our interviews or not our interviews, our chats, you know. Yeah, usually it's more of a conversation. Yeah, it's more of just talking. Um, on like Wednesdays, and then we release our actual episodes of the movies on Fridays. Ah, cool. Uh, so you can go check out all that. Um, but that is the show. This has been another guest top 10 on Screams After Midnight, which is a kind of an irregular sub-series of a show that we've started doing recently just because I'm trying to mingle with other people and get, get guests on the show who do shows. But uh, this has been the episode. So thank you very much. Hope you everyone enjoyed it. Keep watching scary movies and we will see you all next time.